Hallmarkies! Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. I am assuming an identity today. If you're watching YouTube, it'll it'll say Rachel Wagner. No, I have not morphed. It's still me. It's still Cami. But I am on with a very very special guest here on the Hallmarkies podcast. You will especially know her as the winner of our Outbreak Talent for 2019, <laughs> Miss Brittany Bristow. Welcome, Hello. Brittany. Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. I can't tell you how excited I am to talk to you because oh. I just love your infectious energy. That's, oh, that's the best way that I can think to describe <laughs> that how much I love watching you. You just have such an energy on the screen that I just kind of sit up closer. <laughs> Thank you. That's so sweet. Most people just call me hyperactive, but I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I guess we're two birds of a feather because they say yes. that about me too. You just <laughs> Lovely. I'm not alone. This is going to be a very high energy podcast. <laughs> yes. If you're not ready for high energy people, you may need to take a break. Watch And this. a lot of girly giggles. You know? <laughs> yes. So many. All right. Okay. So the last time you were on the podcast, it was before I joined the team. It was uh, in November of 2018. Yeah, it's been a and, little bit. Yeah. And Christmas at the Palace was just about to premiere. Mm -hmm. And you were about to start work on The Royal Chocolatier, which we now know as Love, Romance, and Chocolate. Yes. So there's lots to catch up on. No, there's been a little bit of stuff since then. <laughs> so you just had a birthday I about did. a month ago on the 8th, right? On February 8th? I turned and 30. The big three. And now I'm 30 and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. I'm 30. But I was so panicky about it. I was like, I'm turning 30. I have my whole life figured out. Oh my gosh. But, you know, now it's fine. Just an average well, world. <laughs> I'm a few years older than you and, you know, so far no breakdown. So you, you have hope. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> All right. So, um, did, did you do anything fun for your birthday? You know what? I had a really lovely day. I kept it super simple. Um, my boyfriend had actually planned a really lovely day for me. So we went for She's brunch. Got a boyfriend. I have a boyfriend. He's the best. Um, we went for brunch and then he took me to go get a massage and then we had dinner with my parents and then i met up with uh some friends and actually his good friend's girlfriend who's a friend of mine coincidentally uh, can we get that straight yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> um we actually have the same birthday so we ended up meeting up and going and having a nice glass of wine and then it was just a very easy simple day which was perfect because i didn't want to draw too much attention to the newest decade of my life so oh come on it's not that bad <laughs> no it was great it was perfect I absolutely loved it it was the best day and so you said that you went out to dinner with your parents did you go eat at your favorite restaurant or we went to a really nice restaurant it's um it's a restaurant I'd actually never been to before in Toronto oh. it's called Piano Piano and it's this incredible Italian restaurant. It's absolutely beautiful inside. And my boyfriend's friend is actually one of the managers there. And oh, I got nice. There. And uh, she was so sweet. She sent over champagne for us. And it was really, really lovely. We oh, all loved it. My parents had never been either. And we all ate so much, so much food. <laughs> but it was delicious. <laughs> we had a great time. 
So is your favorite kind of food, uh, is your favorite kind of food Italian? I just, I just really like food, <laughs> which is a terrible <laughs> answer. I just love food so much. Um, I love it. And yet you keep food. such an awesome figure. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I work out so that I can eat everything. Very. <laughs> that is, that is I love so that explanation. Also working out makes me so insane. <laughs> I don't go crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, I go to the gym a, a lot so that I can eat real big meals. Um, because I love food so much. I can't stop myself from eating it. All the um, but yeah, I love, I love Italian food. My boyfriend's also a really fantastic cook. So I lucked out. Oh, lucky you. I just go over and I'm like, oh, so what's for dinner tonight? You're cooking, right? <laughs> and normally he, he does, so. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Serendipity. Like <laughs> All right, so um, I listened to your, your interview, the last interview that you had here, and you were talking about your wildlife quest yeah. um, project. So is there indeed going to be a third season? We're still waiting to find out. I would love so much to do a third season of the show. It was such a blast to work on. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's just at this point, like it's been sold to Nat Geo. Um, Nat Geo Wild plays it constantly. Mm -hmm. um, and it's doing quite well. I think it's just a matter of if it's doing well enough that they decide that they really want to option it further. Um, sure. So we're waiting to find out, but I would love it. I would love to go back. We had so much fun. Yeah, so you were an old hat at Africa by the time you did Love on <laughs> Safari. You know, I was. Like, oh, Africa! I'd been quite a few times. I feel very lucky. I feel like it's uh, it's kind of one of those once-in-a-lifetime trips for so many people, and I yeah, I very luckily have had an opportunity to to go more than once, and I... I mean, I remember what I remember watching that movie and thinking, "Wow, those actors must feel so lucky that they were cast in this movie." And then, oh, how many times has she been? <laughs> my, I think it was my third time there. But wow. I felt so lucky to be. Oh, cast. sure, yeah. yeah. Because I mean, and to go and spend that much time and yeah, be on a reserve and oh, it was just such a blast. And your dad worked on Wildlife Quest with you and Love on Safari. So I got to know, was your dad the one that pitched the idea to Hallmark or? Was, yeah. Oh, you <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so my, um, it's really funny. I'm very lucky. I, I've had a really lovely opportunity to work with my family quite a bit in the industry. Yeah. Um, I've also done a lot of work without them, but it's really uniquely wonderful to get to work with them and uh and it was funny because we did the first season of wildlife quest and we met my co-host in the season two bruce who was our ranger the first year we mm -hmm. went to south africa he's the loveliest guy he's so smart so funny so charismatic and my dad i think was just kind of i think my mom and my dad were very inspired by our time there and they were very inspired by meeting Bruce and meeting his girlfriend at the time who was this like wild Amazon lady who just was like six feet tall and could chase a cobra through the grass like she was just absolutely amazing and looking at the two of them it was just one of those things where I think my parents were just kind of like we need to make a movie about this <laughs> so they came wow. up with this, this romance idea that took place in South Africa and the rest is history. I mean, they took it in and they said, please let us do this. And Hallmark said, okay. 
Sure. Okay. There you go. <laughs> and then we all went. So the whole family went. Yeah. Yeah. My dad, my mom, myself, my sister wasn't able to come. She lives in Tucson and she's a, she's a professor at the university of Arizona. So Uh, she couldn't quite take time off. No, she wasn't (laughs) able to come with us, but it was really, really cool. And then having Lacey come and I was just such a great experience. Yeah. And you, now you've been in two movies, two abroad movies with Lacey, you know, not just two movies, but two abroad movies. Yes. We like to travel to fun places and eat chocolate together. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of fun. Lacey so much. Sounds like it. Okay. Yeah. I've got a very hard question for you. Are you ready for this? Okay. Okay. So we've got Africa, we've got Belgium, Mm-hmm. And then Christmas at the Palace was shot in Romania, correct? Yes, it was. Okay. If you had to pick one, which one? Which one of the three oh, is gosh. your favorite locale? It's South Africa. Okay. It's so incredible. It's so incredible. It's just the people are so fantastic. Um you get to see things that you, no matter how often you see them when you're there are still so insanely amazing. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's so unique. Um, Not to say that Romania and and Belgium aren't, they are so incredibly beautiful. Belgium is like a little fairy tale land, Um, (laughs) but there's something really, really special about South Africa. I can imagine, I mean, just watching just watching those scenes, I obviously have never been myself, but just watching those scenes were, I mean, some of them were just enchanting. So. Yeah. It's like everything feels different there. The mm-hmm. sunset feels different. The the stars <laughs> seem different. The, the moon feels brighter. Like it's just, there's something so magical about it. Um, yeah. Wow. And there's also something really remarkable about when you're there and you do get an opportunity to go into the reserves that are so mm-hmm. protected and you see the world the way it was like mm. the only disruption in that space is potentially a fence or or a tire track from a previous vehicle that's gone through but otherwise you're looking at the world in almost an untouched way like you've gotten into it a, a time machine and you've had this opportunity to walk on the ground thousands of years ago and it's just I don't know there's something it just it's very humbling too I think when you go and you're there and you realize how how small we all are in this giant world sure yeah I I can't say enough wonderful stuff about it Really I never, I never even thought about it that way. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, you look at a forest and you're like, yeah, that forest is there. And it was there a long time ago, but it's different when it's like endless plains mm-hmm. and you see an elephant coming through the trees and there's a giraffe over there and you're like, what is this place? <laughs> and I feel, I feel that way whenever I'm in a space that feels somewhat untouched Mm-hmm. Um, Dustin, my boyfriend, we did a, a, a road trip after I finished filming Holiday Date and we drove from Oregon down the coast of California and it was incredible. And there were so many spots where you stopped and you just looked at the water and the 
you know, the waves coming in, hitting the rocks, or you would pass through this tree area, like we drove through the, the giant, uh, the Avenue of Giants, mm -hmm. wood trees, and you're just like, oh my God, this place is incredible. And it's, I think there's something to be said about seeing places that feel somewhat untouched, where you can actually turn away from any part of what we as people have done to invade the space and actually see, see the world in a way that is almost like no one exists. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm always very amazed when I have the opportunity to, to see things in that way. No, that's beautiful. That's totally beautiful. That's a little romantic. I'm, I'm like spewing all of this very <laughs> romantic ideas of looking at the world. <laughs> well, given your current relationship status and your line of work, I'd say that's a good thing. <laughs> movies and uh, yeah, I'm very in love. So I guess that does make sense. And I think it's wonderful. All right, let's talk love, romance, and chocolate for a minute. Yes. So absolutely. number one, uh, I remember watching your home and family interview, mm -hmm. and uh, and they they talked about, they asked you about how you managed to pull off the accent. Mm -hmm. But for the life of me, I can't remember. So can you take us on that journey of how you mastered the accent? Because all of us watching went, whoa, she's good. You know? Thank you so much. Well, when I originally did Love Blossoms, which was the first movie I did for Hallmark, right. um, I very brazenly decided that I wanted my character to have a French accent. Um, and I, of course, asked permission, but um, there's not a lot of accents other than the English accent featured on Hallmark. Um, right. So I was taking a bit of a risk, especially that it was my first one. So I wanted to make sure that I really knew what I was doing if I was going to try it. So I went to London, England, and I worked with a really phenomenal dialect coach there. And I learned the French accent, the Belgian French accent. So there's little hints of Flemish because Belgium is split Flemish and French in terms mm -hmm. of the language that they speak. So a lot of the French people have a slight hint of a Flemish tone to the way that they speak. Um, and a lot of the Flemish people have a slight French tone to the way that they speak. Um, Interesting. Yeah, when, especially when they're speaking English because they have, the accent is, is more French or more Flemish, but then there's like this hybrid space that they kind of sit in. Um, and so after I'd learned the French accent, I, I just went back into the binder that I'd kept from this coach that I'd had, I think it was two years previous. And I went in and I looked at all of it and I went online. Um, he had a program that he did and I went online and I looked up a lot of different bits of accents and like would listen to people that had similar tonal qualities to me. Yeah. And I just kept repeating it. And the lucky thing for me was filming in Belgium. I was surrounded mm. by people who had the accent I was attempting to have. Right. Some people were more French. Some people were more Flemish, but I was able to kind of sit there and go, okay, there, that's more, Fle that's more French. So sort of in the center there. And I think it's oftentimes when you're doing an accent, it's really about finding the key words that allow yeah. you to have that intonation in your voice. So not every word needs to be perfect, but if you can find the words that have the vowel sounds that are appropriate or something, that's really helpful. So yeah, I just worked like a, a crazy lady on it. 
<laughs> and I just pretended I was everyone I was working with the whole time I was there. And it got to the point where like, I couldn't not talk like that. Like one of the, on, you know, we would break for something and some of the crew would say something to me and I would just start talking back to them with their accent. I'm like, oh God, Brittany, you've got to stop. You method actor, method yeah. actor. It's not even really <laughs> intentional. I would just be like, oh, sorry, I'm not mocking you. I'm just a parrot. So, sorry. Um, and funny enough, uh, one of the people that I worked with on Love, Romance, and Chocolate, one of the camera department guys, is actually working on the film that I'm shooting right now. He Ooh. To be on this film, which is very fun. Well, hey, uh, so can you share any details about the film you're working on? Yes, I can. And I'm very, very excited about it. Um, it's a very special film to me. Okay. I just have a very small role, um, but I'm really excited to be a part of it. Um, my mom wrote the script and it's her <gasps> first script she's ever written. Oh. And it's based off of a book that she wrote, which was the first novel she'd ever written. Um, and I'm so proud of her. And uh, it's a really beautiful story about a woman who was actually my ballet teacher when I was 16 at the National Ballet School. Oh my God. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really a part of it because not only did my mom write it, which is huge, it's yeah. about a woman that I admire so much. Yeah. Um, and my dad is directing it. So it's like oh this God. really beautiful thing where I get to just come and be really proud of everybody. And I'm so grateful to play a small part in it. Um, but it's a really beautiful story. It's a true story. Um, Tia, who is the, the lead character's name and was my teacher's name, mm -hmm. was uh, a dancer. And she grew up during the communist revolution in China oh, and wow. fell in love with a man that her mother didn't want her to marry. Um, wow. She married him and had this beautiful love for him but because of what was going on during the communist revolution during all of the various uprisings she was taken away from her family and sent to work in a labor camp her husband was sent away to work in a labor camp and their child was sent to live with her parents oh and um it's a really the book has more opportunity to dive into the story because sure. it's, you know it takes place over tia's entire life and she's in her 70s now um but she ended up escaping China and wow. becoming this really remarkable woman. It doesn't dive into any part of her life after, um, but she's a really remarkable woman. She, I, I'm sure like everyone has seen the posters for the Shenyan dance performances. It's normally like a woman jumping in a really colorful costume and it yeah. says and they're all over the world. She was one of the creators of the companies. Um, and she is just this incredibly compassionate woman who I could never have understood when she was my teacher. And then I read her story after my mom wrote it. And I, I've never gone so quickly from not understanding somebody to loving someone so purely <laughs> in such a short period of time. Because everything, every choice she made as a teacher, everything she did made sense in that moment. And like, I wept reading this book. It's sure. And I'm really, I'm really honored to play a small part in telling her story because I think it's a story that really deserves to be shared. Um, and I'm also really proud to be part of it because 
it's such a huge thing for my mom and my dad is getting an opportunity to direct it because he's so close to Tia and they all know the story so well. And um, yeah, it's really exciting. So this really I'm is so a family proud. affair. Yeah, and I'm really proud that I get to be a part of it. So what's your role? I play a woman named Louise Turner, who is um, a British woman who ends up working at the embassy for London in China. Um, and she's very instrumental in helping Tia and her husband leave China. So accents coming into the, <laughs> coming oh, into the mix again. <laughs> yeah, there's another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, um, it's a special one for sure. And it's called, currently it's called The Swan. Um, mm -hmm. It might change. But for now, the title is The Swan. And it's they always book. change, right? Yeah, and it's based on the book Dancing Through the Shadow. And it's Aww. an incredible book for anyone out there who wants to read it. Go buy it on Amazon, please. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. I may just have to try that. That's great. It's a beautiful story. Oh, sounds like it. Okay, so going back to romance and chocolate because yeah. I'm not that I'm oh, not done with it yet. No, I, just, <laughs> I just will talk forever. And I love it. <laughs> Yeah. But so favorite part or favorite scene, and we all know that your favorite part was probably the chocolate. So you have to say something else. Okay. <laughs> favorite part, favorite scene, favorite Marie moment, you know, any, anything like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> If you're not watching on YouTube right now, you need to switch over right now because her facial expressions are amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, um, yeah, I'm very animated. That's never been an issue, ever. Never a problem. <laughs> uh, gosh, my favorite part. I just think like overall her little sneaky conspiring to get the two characters together like that in and of itself is my favorite and I love all the little moments where I was like hmm, oh okay sure mm -hmm. uh <laughs> I just love all those moments like I really love the scene where um they come in and they're trying the cupcakes mm -hmm. like, uh -uh. <laughs> you have to taste each other's okay <laughs> so um I really like that one Gosh, I just, I loved that movie so much. Um, I'd say though, that scene is probably one of my, one of my favorite scenes because I think it's just so funny and they're both just like, what? Marie's lost it. Blur. I'm like, you're gonna fall in love. <laughs> um, so I'd say that. And, and the one where I walk into the chocolate shop and they're hugging and then I'm like, oh, something? No? Okay. Anyways, <laughs> that one's also a, a pretty strong favorite. Oh my goodness. I just love the complete contrast and pretty much hypocrisy in Marie that she's pushing Luke and Emma together and yet Liam's attention to her completely freaks her out. It's <laughs> also like right over her head. Like I don't think she even, she's like, he, does he like me? No, he doesn't like me, but I like him. Oh gosh, I can't. Well, he, you two will fall in love. But leave me out of this. <laughs> yeah. She's very adamant about those two getting together. 
that's probably that's probably what I laughed the hardest at is just watching you totally play Yenta and and then and, and then going what no me no what did you didn't no it was awesome I loved that <laughs> I'm so glad well and you know people people were up in arms about you not getting your your love interest and so now there's justice <laughs> now i get my love <laughs> yeah you were you were a, a bit of a prophet with that and because it came true in more ways than one <laughs> yes, it's true yeah, you had you had a lot of love interests between <laughs> between yeah. christmas at the palace and then love romance and chocolate and then a holiday date like that boom I boom know. boom <laughs> crazy all the love for me. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when I was when I was looking at IMDB, I saw Shadowtown. Looks mm. like your newest your newest project on there. And it stars John Reese Davies as well. And yeah. there there was no detail about it. Can you share anything about that? Is yeah, that absolutely. coming up soon or yeah, so Shadowtown is a really interesting film. I shot it um, November of 2018. Um, and it was right before I went to Belgium to, to shoot Love, Romance, and Chocolate. Oh. Um, so I had done Christmas at the Palace, and then I went home, and then I flew to Iceland, and then I flew from Iceland to Belgium. So it was like Three months in a row. I know it was crazy. I was like, I'm just a jet setter. This is um, where am I again? <laughs> also, that I woke up and was like, Do I know where I am? What language do they speak here? <laughs> that might be helpful to know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I went to Iceland in between those two and shot this like very moody, um, sort of art house cinema, um, Scandinavian thriller. Those are a lot of adjectives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, yeah, it's a really interesting film. It's, uh, there's a lot of silent space in it. Um, it's a very dramatic film. And it's, I guess it's more of a suspense than anything. Okay. Um, but it's, it was really cool to work on. It was a super small crew and John came out to do one of the roles in it. And I love John. I've worked with him, I think four or five times now. Oh, wow. um, yeah. He's pretty awesome. He's just such a pro. He's, I mean, I can imagine um, he's Sala from Indiana Jones and Gimli. Yeah. I mean, like he's just, he was in Victor Victoria, for gosh sakes. Um, yeah, he's pretty great. And yeah, so he came out to Iceland to shoot that. Um, and we had a really wonderful time. He has a very interesting role. He's like quite, he has one scene where he really speaks. Um, and as I said, there's a lot of, there's a lot of contemplative space in the film mm -hmm. where um, my character's name is Maya and she's dealing with the loss of a family member but also gaining the information that that family member existed at all. Oh. Um, and she's sort of placed, she, she's a Canadian woman who, 
who flies to Iceland to deal with this death um, oh. and had no idea that this member of her family had been alive all this time. And oh. she sort of has this weird uh, grappling of reality and uh, starts to feel like maybe she's losing it a little bit and doesn't really understand what's going on. And it's a really interesting film. I really hope that people like it. It's, um, it's one that I think the director, um, Jan, is hoping to, to submit to some festivals. Um, oh, and then we'll see from there. Good. But yeah, I will absolutely um, keep people posted. And if, if it's going to be at festivals, I'll share that news so anyone who's at festivals in the area can try to get out and see it. And, um, and then after that, just we'll see, I guess. But it's a cool film, and I'm really glad I got to be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about what the fans really love. Oh, yeah. Gear it up here. Gear it up. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Prepping, sipping coffee. Your prestigious award of Outbreak Talent on the Hallmark East podcast for holiday date. Yay. I was so excited. That, what was that dance I just did? I don't know. I loved it. And <laughs> I have it on video, by the way. <laughs> That's recorded. Hello, internet. These are my excellent dance moves. Um, <laughs> oh, man. How could I use this? <laughs> and then she was one of those weird videos where somebody's just on a loop doing this. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'll stop. <laughs> I was so excited when I got that email. I cannot tell you. I freaked out. It was so exciting. Yeah, it's your first Hallmark lead. That's a big deal. I know. That's a really big deal. And I mean, it was all over Twitter. And it was, I remember the first thing I said was, oh, she's got a lead role, finally. Yeah. Everybody wanted it. Everybody yeah. just kept on saying, finally, Brittany has a lead role. She deserves it. She's oh. been in so many movies and she's been so fabulous. And it was amazing. Yeah, we loved it. All of that pouring in. I mean, I, I know I say it and I sound like a broken record when I say this, but I know that I would be absolutely nowhere without the support of the fans. Every single person who watched um, Love Blossoms when that movie first came out immediately said kind things about me. And that's oh. what led me to get the next one and the next one. And I know that having the support of everyone watching the films is, is completely the reason why I had an opportunity to do a lead. So I like watching how excited everyone was that I got that opportunity just it made me so, so, so happy. And I was so grateful to everyone in that moment because it was very exciting. And I didn't know if it would ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that sentiment. I, I've been there myself in yeah. uh, you know, other circumstances. Yes, I can totally get that. Yeah. So did you do the same happy dance? With oh yeah. There were a lot of happy dances. There were some very <laughs> embarrassing happy dances done. Yeah. No, I, I did many a happy dance. I also squealed <laughs> for like probably 20 minutes. Oh, squealing is the best squealing. part. Squealing and squealing and squealing. It's not happy <laughs> for other people, but like, it's very enjoyable when you do it yourself. <laughs> No one else likes to hear it though. They're like, okay, okay, that's nice. Stop. Oh, I, I mean, you were alone when you got the email, right? Yes, I was. 
Oh, that's so sad. sad. <laughs> and I got it and I was like, ah! You were where? You were where? I was in England. And I was like, oh. there's no one here. But I got it. <laughs> I was like looking around and like, right, buddy? <laughs> Just me. <laughs> but I was so excited. I freaked out. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm so pleased that I'm making you laugh so much. This is so I told you, girlish giggles. Yeah, like so many of them. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. So, best part of holiday date, as far as you're concerned. Honestly, the best part of holiday date was getting to meet everybody that I worked with. Mm -hmm. um, by far. The movie itself, like the scenes, we had so much fun. The director, Jeff, was amazing. We had so much fun. Our, um, our producer, Joey, was amazing. And we had just like such a blast all together working. Every department was amazing. I mean, the, the ADs, the makeup department, hair, everybody, everybody was amazing. Wardrobe, everyone. I just loved every single person that was on that crew. Like everybody. <laughs> If any of you are listening, I love all of you. Um, we just had such a blast. And like, even to uh, yesterday, I think it was, or the day before I was texting with Anna who plays my sister and like, mm -hmm. we just became such a little crew and it was, uh -huh. so and yeah, getting to work with everyone was really special. Any fun, I know it was a while back and I'm making you go way, way back, but any fun behind the scenes stories that you can share? There was oh, there's one. I can feel it. There was a really <laughs> funny moment where I love Bruce. Bruce, I'm sorry if I'm telling this story and you don't want me to. Um, it was really <laughs> funny. Uh, so Bruce, who played my father, reminded yes. me so much of my dad. Um, but he was featured. Hardies love him. Hardies oh, really love Bruce. And Carol. <laughs> oh, gosh, I love everyone. Peter. <laughs> Peter Benson is potentially the funniest person I've ever met in my entire life. We like Peter. Is he won. He won Hallmark. Best Supporting Actor on our Hallmarkies podcast. So. As he should. He like he. I think has the best physical comedy of any person I've ever seen. I've like <laughs> next to Charlie Chaplin, like it's him and Charlie Chaplin. Um, no, but really he's, he's so funny. Um, but there was one, <laughs> there was one moment, there were a lot of moments with Bruce, but there was one where he was telling us the story about how he'd been featured on family guy. And oh, they dear. just, they just say like <laughs> that Bruce Boxleitner, what a pro. And then, and then, then we just hear action and we walk out and like all of us forgot our lines. <laughs> we were like, and then I think it might've been Peter who just went, yeah, that Bruce Boxleitner, what a pro. And all of us started laughing so hard that like, we couldn't breathe. We were just like, this is it. We, that we have to, is the day over? <laughs> now? Because it was just such perfect timing because none of us remembered anything. And I think Bruce had the first line. So it was really funny because he was just who like, had who had the first line? I'm pretty sure Bruce had the first line. Oh. So we're all just kind of like, no, no one, no, nobody. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> um, and then the, like all of the like mishaps, like the Sufganiot, uh, Bruce took a bite once, and he 
he took a bite in the scene and he was supposed to take a bite in the scene but then we ended up having to do a bunch of coverage because there were so many people on that side sure of the camera and so he just kept having to eat donuts by the end of the day i think he'd had like 20 sufgoniots <laughs> and he kept biting into it every time he bit into it like <laughs> he would bite into it there would just be this sugar everywhere and there was one take where Terrell and I were just holding hands and shaking because we were <laughs> laughing so hard on his coverage because he had sugar like up his nose and like on his cheeks. I think it like somehow got in his hair. It was just like, there was just like powdered sugar. It looked like somebody just like smacked him in the face with one of those powder puffs. <laughs> so many good moments. Oh, that's classic. Yeah, it was oh, pretty that's great. Classic. Most of them had to do with Bruce. <laughs> getting food on his face oh man yeah. <laughs> yeah we had some fun there were a lot of giggles just a little <laughs> little giggling it's a little bit okay so i've got two more tough questions for you mm -hmm. favorite hallmark role that you've ever done <laughs> oh no the facial um, expressions are coming out again people <laughs> yeah, seriously if you want to see the most embarrassing facial expressions just head on over to youtube um <laughs> um i mean i loved i loved holiday date mm -hmm. i think i have to say holiday date just because it was my first time getting to be a leading lady but I would say otherwise, I loved, um, I mean, I love them all. This is the problem. I love all of them differently, but I love I them told all. you it was a hard question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brooke Miller is pretty special to me though, um, because I really had an opportunity to dive into so much of who she was. Um, and then otherwise... <laughs> uh, I think probably <sighs> she was so close. I know. I was like, I'm gonna say this one, and I was like, no. Um, Wait a minute. I think Kimmy from Love Blossoms. Uh huh. Because she was just such a little hyperactive nutso. I love. I can't her. even smell a wet dog. <laughs> I loved Kimmy. I loved Kimmy. I, I, I think Kimmy probably would be okay. my favorite or like a tie for favorite. And I'll just keep naming all of them. So okay. I love them all. <laughs> Allie. Allie was fantastic. Really Here loved she Allie. Goes. I was going to say Allie. And then I remembered taking Chinese food out of the garbage can and running up the stairs as Kimmy. And I was like, nah, Kimmy's pretty cool. She takes food out of the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now, favorite role ever oh, that boy. you've ever done. And okay. it does not have to include Hallmark because we've already covered Hallmark. So. so I would say, I don't know if it's necessarily favorite in terms of like, was it super fun? But there's one that really stands out to me that I think was the moment that I really knew that 
this was what I wanted to do with my life, like really, oh. truly. Okay. Um, and it was when I was quite young. I was 12. Um, and I, it was the last film I did before I stopped acting, which is also weird because it made a, it made it really hard for me to make the decision to walk away from acting, to pursue dance at the National Ballet School. There just wasn't enough time to be navigating acting and going to school. Oh, come on. <laughs> so much time. Oh, so much time. I know. I get yeah. about it. <laughs> so it was one of those things where, and I was so excited to be in a school where everyone was so focused on something and we had things in common and I had friends and sure. me, it was the right choice overall, but this was like, I think why it made it so hard for me. And I think why upon graduating, I knew that I needed to go back to acting because I remembered just feeling so sure when I did this project, I was 12 and it was a movie called Profoundly Normal. Mm -hmm. And I played a woman who, or a young girl who was sent to um, an institution. Um, she had a speech impediment and a slight learning disability. Um, and it was at a time when if you had a child with any sort of um, learning disability, they were just cast off and kept behind bars and mm -hmm. medicated and abused and, um, treated very, very poorly. And uh, Kirstie Alley was the lead of the movie. Oh. And uh, she, it was like through different generations. So she oh. played the oldest version of, of a character opposite me. Um, but it was about two people who had um, the learning level of somebody in, I think it was grade six. And they fell in love and got married and had a child that had no learning disabilities and the state tried to take their child away because they tried to prove that they weren't capable of parenting. Oh um, and it's a true story. And oh, wow. I remember reading the script and it was like the first time I read something where I was like, okay, this is going to take research and care and attention. And it, it, it registered in a different way than it ever had. Um, I'd always been 12 my work, but yeah. And it, but it, it like registered in a different way. And I remember watching I Am Sam and watching it like 10 times. Mm. And I was fascinated by how Sean Penn dove into this role. Sure. And I, I studied the speech and I studied the, I looked up all of these institutions and I was so invested and I did this role. And I remember there was one scene that we were shooting that will literally never, ever leave my mind. We were watching a movie and one of the characters is lured away by one of the workers. And I had to have this moment where I yelled boom because there was like an explosion on the screen in the oh. you're watching. And they yelled cut and they were resetting and this boy with Down syndrome came up to me and he'd been like licking his shoe behind me. Mm. They brought children, like all of the children who were background in the film were brought by parents who wanted to support the film because of what it was about. So all of the children that came out had learning disabilities of some degree. And this little boy had Down syndrome and he came up to me and he, with the biggest smile on his face said, I'm so happy someone like me is in a movie. <gasps> and oh, I just remember it like hit me in the center of my soul. I will never forget the look on his face. I will never forget the moment. I burst into tears because I realized that I had done the work well enough that he thought that I was just like him. Yeah. And it, was a moment that I realized that I was capable of it. Oh my 
I was capable of telling stories for people that didn't have that opportunity. Um, and I was capable of, of making a difference to someone. And so for me, that role, as much as there's other projects I've worked on that have sunk into my heart and that have mattered and stayed with me in such a profound way, I think that's the first time. So it stands out more, more profoundly than anything else. Um, but yeah, it was a really incredible moment for me. So I think that's, and that's like, whenever I go back to wondering why I put myself through some of these things, sometimes I'm like, <laughs> that little boy is why that, like that, that moment of realizing that I had the power to tell this story. That's yeah. so yeah, I'd say that it wasn't an easy role. It wasn't a particularly <sighs> fun I mean, the project itself, they're always fun, but when they're that, when they have that weight, especially playing a little girl who's, you know, being sedated and chained to a bed and screaming because her friends are missing and she doesn't know how to ask where they are. You wouldn't call that fun. It's not necessarily (laughs) a fun place. Um, But it will always stand out for me as probably the most impactful role on my person that I've done. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm speechless. <laughs> wow. That yeah, was a special one. That's incredible. That is, oh, man. Yeah. And I've been very lucky to work on a lot of projects that have really made a difference in my life. I mean, I, yeah, I like taking those projects. Um, but that one, that one has a, a very special place in my heart. Yeah. I can see why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Well, okay. Mood change. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. No, 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 no. I was oh, talking okay. about this. <laughs> I have to, I have to go on to the next question and it's totally frivolous, which, you know. Is... Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like those ones too. They're easy. <laughs> so, the last time you were on, you know, uh, you got to answer the silly questions, mm-hmm. but they were the silly questions holiday edition. So okay. now we get the regular silly questions. <laughs> so we get to have you answer both of them, which is awesome. Yay. Perfect. All right. Best ice cream flavor. Gold medal ribbon from Baskin Robbins. Whoa. I've never heard that answer before. <laughs> right, that was so fast. Yeah. <laughs> I want ice cream. Apparently. <laughs> Gold metal ribbon is an amazing ice cream. It is chocolate and vanilla with like a caramel ribbon in it. Oh, wow. It's real tasty. Okay. okay. Next one. <laughs> Anyone in Canada, please go to Baskin Robbins and eat that ice cream. Uh, so uh, you're sending me a ticket, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you send those frozen things? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Favorite color? Uh, um. Oh gosh. Uh, I mean, I, I thought love, you said these were easy. <laughs> I love like black and gray, which I know are not colors. Um, let's go with burgundy. Okay, that works. Burgundy. Man, darn it. I should have worn my burgundy dress. <laughs> <laughs> I love lots of colors, but I love burgundy a lot. All right. What music are you into right now? What are you listening to? Um, I kind of listen to everything. Um, I, 
I, do I admit this? I'm yes. so with Harry Styles' new album. It's unreal. I have listened oh. to it like 800 times and I have never listened to his music before. I don't even know a One Direction song. Like, I'm sure if one came on, I would sing along with it because they were always on the radio. But like- Shall I sing one for you? No, I can't. <laughs> um, but I love his new album so much. It's like uncomfortable. <laughs> like I can't stop listening to it. All right. <laughs> Watermelon Sugar is a real good song. <laughs> Don't worry. That's me with Josh Groban. Okay. That, yes. I do oh, yes. Groban. Josh Groban has such a nice voice. Oh gosh. Yeah. Don't get me started. <laughs> or, or we'll be here all day. <laughs> okay. Your go-to date night food. Whatever Dustin's cooking. <laughs> yeah. Whatever Dustin cooks. Cause he's the chef. He's the best cook. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll often do like a, like a stir fry with shrimp or um, steak. Sorry to the vegetarians. I'm really sorry. I want to be a it's vegetarian. Okay. It's okay. I don't want to be a vegetarian because I like steak. Um, it's okay. Steak <laughs> you're dinner. allowed to. You're allowed to do that for yourself. It's okay. Yeah, steak dinner is like our go-to. Really nice. We'll do if we're like feeling very bougie. We'll do like a like a risotto with asparagus and parmesan and then like a green bean and then we'll have steak <laughs> a green <laughs> just one green bean so. the what <laughs> just one just a green bean and you must say it like that yeah. a green bean a, a green bean and then like a nice glass of red wine <laughs> that's the whole so that this kind of answered that but if there's another one go to date night activity um cooking we really like okay. to cook um I am t lear I'm learning at getting, mm, I'm improving, kind of, at darts, and I have, like, become quite obsessed with trying to get better. Justin's great, um, uh, so sometimes we'll play darts. You like playing darts? Okay. All right. Good. Yeah. Okay. But mostly, like, we just love to pick something and then, like, cook it together. Right. Like, that's that's the exciting thing. Okay, controversy time. Uh-huh. Dogs or cats? Dogs. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. What? I really like dogs. <laughs> I love all animals, but I'm super allergic to cats. Uh, so that, that helps me make the decision a little easier. Um, a little, yeah. I grew up with a dog. I loved my puppy. She was a little angel, and I miss her every single day. Um, but yeah, I'm a dog's, dog's girl. Well, you're safe in this interview because that's me too. So. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> Beaches or mountains? Oh, oh. Man, you'd think I was giving her the SAT or something. Yeah, it feels like <laughs> it right now. Because I love the mountains, like I love looking at them and I love seeing them, but the beaches means that there's water and I love the sound of water. I'm gonna go with, I'll go with. E. Go nope. on, you got this. The, the, the beaches because there's water. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I like the sound of it. It's pretty. It's okay. It's okay. I know. All I right. These like the easy questions. I'm like, I don't know. Why are you asking me? 
<laughs> putting you under the spotlight, Missy. I answer everything else, but you ask me what my favorite color is, and I have an aneurysm. Like, it's ridiculous. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Sweats or formal gown? Oh, sweatpants, like, every minute of every day. <laughs> Like, I love a pretty dress, don't get me wrong, but, like, the whole time I'm in it, I'm like, it'll be great right now. Sweatpants. <laughs> Sweatpants would be real nice. <laughs> very, very comfortable in comparison. So. Favorite holiday. You don't have to say Christmas just because you're involved in Hallmark movies, but. <laughs> Favorite holiday. I do really like Christmas. I like the build-up to Christmas. Um. See, that's me. I love Christmas time. I love Christmas day too, but just Christmas time is just magical. Yeah. It, you know, it gets to be the 17th and wait a minute, where did Christmas time go? I, I'm not where ready for this. Go? <laughs> like regular time, but Christmas time. Um, yeah. I, like I'm blanking on holidays right now, which is wildly embarrassing. Like the only one I can think of otherwise is Easter. Well, there's New Year's and there's Valentine's Day and there's Easter and there's St. Patrick's Day. And you don't have the 4th of July up there, so that's no. okay. And, and there's Christmas and there's Thanksgiving and there's Halloween. You, does that help? You, you just named them all, I think. Um, yeah. I think I did. <laughs> I like the time. I like the time around Christmas. I like that, you know, we're reminded to, to tell the people that we love, that we love them around that time. And yeah. I think all holidays kind of lend that reminder. And there's something really nice about that. But Christmas time, there's always like so much happiness and songs and present <laughs> wrapping. That you're so good at, right? I listened I, to the last interview. <laughs> so presents. It's embarrassing. I'm and so you haven't you haven't improved I've tried to improve I've definitely put in the effort I put things in in bags very well okay um, and I get really excited about wrapping stuff and then I'm like this looks sad so <laughs> I was excited about this and now it's just embarrassing um but yeah I I, I I'd like to say I've improved but I don't know that that's an honest answer <laughs> When I was listening to your first interview and you said that you loved Christmas Eve, that that was your favorite part of Christmas, that's when I started squealing because that is me. Oh yeah. my gosh. Sometimes I prefer Christmas Eve to Christmas Day because yeah, there's just something so magical about that night, that whole day. Yeah. Christmas Eve is pretty special. But yeah, oh, I would yeah. Say Christmas, leading up to Christmas, the Christmas time. Yep. I'm with you there. Oh, just good. December's my favorite holiday. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Just, what's your favorite holiday? December. <laughs> All right. Favorite Hallmark movie? It can be one of your own, but it doesn't have to be. Favorite Hallmark movie? Favorite Hallmark movie. Do you watch them if you're not in it? <laughs> I do. Um, oh my gosh. What was the one that Paul and Rachel did? Oh my gosh, I can't oh, remember. Um, the Last Bridesmaid. Yes, that one. <laughs> That's the one. That's my favorite one. Okay. Yeah. I also haven't seen as many of them as I would like because I live in Canada and it's harder to get them. We get them on the WWE. 
but you don't get the W network everywhere and I don't have TV. I just think that's so funny that they're all filmed in Canada and you can't get them in Canada. I know. And I don't have television, so it's harder for me to watch them. But I do watch them whenever I can, like especially sure. when I go to my parents' house. I'm like, oh, casual, just gonna turn on the TV. W Network. <laughs> and that's exactly what I sound like, because I'm a gremlin, apparently. So there we go. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> we better end this before I bust the lung. Okay. <laughs> so, Brittany, where can people find you? Um, I am on social media as at Brit Bristow, one T, B-R-I-T-B-R-I-S-T-O-W. Um, I'm terrible on Twitter, but I'm really trying to be better. Um, and I, and I you do. You said that last time too. I, I am <laughs> better than I was then, but I'm still trying to improve because there's always room for improvement. Oh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> Twitter, which I'm still bad at, but getting better day by day. Um, and then uh, Instagram as well. And I'm there. I'm on those things and I try to interact with people as often as I can whenever I have the time and anyone who wants to follow me can. I'll be there. Okay. On the internet. <laughs> okay. <Breathing>. <laughs> <laughs> I love how hard you're laughing. This is so good. <laughs> Okay, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cami Drama Girl. Cami spelled K-A-M-I. You can find me on Facebook with the Hooked Hardy Facebook page, and my blog is hookedhardy.com. Also, we'd love for you to follow the podcast all over iTunes and social media. If you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your reviews. And if you're watching on YouTube, we'd love a thumbs up. And Brittany, thank you so much. This has been such a delight. <laughs> this is so, so fun. Say goodbye. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thanks so much. Bye, everybody.